0: All right, guys, welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. Back to Tomboy Official, day 26 of Lily Singh's book, Be a Triangle. We are on the three pages. Page 79, 80, 81, um, it's, uh, been some good stuff here, I like this topic of unsubscribing to a lot of norms, um, so on page 79, you know, she talks about, um, where was it, um, she said, I didn't get to where I am by following the rules, rules created by a system that doesn't want me to win. And there's a graphic, it says my preferences and all these tick boxes marked off for social norms, outside expectations, popular belief, aunties, opinions, Twitter, trolls, And then a big checkbox at the bottom that says unsubscribe from all, you know, um, it's kind of like, you know, like kind of yesterday, I was kind of talking about that, you know, like when you get emails or something and then, you know, you click that unsubscribe because you're like, okay, I don't want these messages anymore. And then a lot of times it leads you to another page that has all these other options to like try to keep you engaged with the content that they want to send you, or there's like, no, I don't want any of it, you know, um, so it's kind of a familiar, uh, way of looking at things, um, something that a lot of us deal with on a regular basis, even if it's not just online, um, just taking that mindset in your day-to-day, and then, Uh, page 81, it says, um, it's kind of this idea that, um, you know, following, she has this idea of following, um, the thoughts that you have, like say when you're meditating or reflecting and following the ideas that you have, um, that you notice coming up and that kind of gives you the blueprint on what to work on. And so she says, um, you know, like, say, like, when you're meditating or whatever it may be, you know, when you're just kind of in a clear, a place where you can, like, think clearly to yourself, not a lot of, like, background noise and stuff, and you're kind of just thinking uh, on your own things, you know, it's not uncommon to have thoughts like the one she mentioned, like, I wish this was the case or i miss this person or i wish i didn't have to do this or whatever the thoughts are that are popping up using those kind of thoughts as a blueprint she says a blueprint and design a life that serves your needs um so that would basically be like um you know like like i know that a lot of times like for myself, it's kind of weird that there's some days where I'm just like, I want to rest, you know, I want to be by myself and just rest. And sometimes it kind of surprises me because I'm like, how much rest do I really need? You know, but you know, yesterday I actually, I'm not saying I never do this, but I think after lunch, kind of like a little kid, I had like a nap time. Like, I, it was, like, I spent maybe, like, an hour and a half or so doing some kind of, like, <clears throat> kind of, like, mm, a little bit of, like, spiritual practices and just listening to, I was listening to this episode by Lincoln of um, his... I've talked about it before, his YouTube channel is called Channel Higher Self, Um, and basically um, it was like a three hour long episode, I didn't finish the whole thing, but I noticed myself dozing in and out, and he kind of had a concept that I was um, wanting to grasp onto that was talking about kind of how you... Um, how you can go from being how do I say this? Like how you can go from being uh mm, Like, basically about thought processes, how, with our thoughts, how, you know, thought can create a reality, like, the brain doesn't really know too much difference between me thinking and worrying about, maybe if I have, I don't know, tomorrow's Saturday, but maybe if I have a presentation tomorrow or something, me worrying about my performance in a presentation tomorrow versus the actual you know situation actually being at hand and just like the worry about things um or whatever it may be you know just the way that we kind of hold our thoughts a lot of times can be it can be shifted um and there was a lot in that episode about him talking about you know paying attention to your heart in the, you know, perimeter of your heart and just like this aspect of like focus on like your body, on like your breath, on um, just being able to like uh, get, get yourself from a phase of like, you know, when your thoughts get like automatically negative and just being able to kind of just shift that focus to your body or your breath, and I mean, I know that's not an uncommon thing to hear. Um, and people who have been around psychology, who have been around meditation, and those types of things, I mean, this isn't like brand new territory, but I kind of liked the kind of guided method he used to kind of walk through it, how it was slower paced, and there were like gaps in between. Um, so he was saying things like, like, um, you know, to focus on, I mean, I was like dozing in and out of sleep during some of this, so this is why I don't remember it too well. Then I had some like really interesting dreams, um, which is weird because I haven't been dreaming at night lately, but I had like a random like afternoon dream. Which isn't very common for me lately, um, and you know, just I was like also trying to follow along follow along with the with the episode, and we're gonna try to find what the episode was called. Um, it was add power to your brain in this inner circle lesson now. I'm not here to, like, recommend people to, you know, have to listen to things that they don't believe in or whatever. I know that there's different belief systems and some people are, like, really, like, opposed to delving into certain types of meditative type practices. But, um, uh, I mean, who am I to say, like, I don't really know. I know what works for me and I learn what works for me and I'm re- usually willing to try something and see if it works and I found it really beneficial it was pretty helpful it knocked me out I don't know how long I was sleeping but um, at about halfway through I woke up and I listened to it about halfway through um, another night But it was later at night, um, and I did wake up around the same part, like where there was this, it sounded like an older lady talking, uh, giving her, um, giving her opinion kind of about her experience of, you know, that practice. I don't know exactly what it was, but I think that's what it was like, um, and I woke up at the same part about the same part both times, um, and I felt super refreshed yesterday after that, like, strangely, it was, like, strange, like, cause I'm not used to feeling, like, pretty calm, uh, like, I mean guess before that I did have a lot of cannabis in my system like it was I skipped weed Wednesday because I was driving to the mountains and stuff so I didn't do the whole cannabis thing but Thursday I did for sure um in the morning and it kind of hit me and then it kept it, it was still pretty intense in all honesty um but for me it was like in a good way I liked it um but You know I woke up around two something and I felt really good Um, and you know I felt refreshed and alert and calm Uh, I don't think I had any anxiety really that I could tell Um, my thoughts were pretty clear and It was just from a process of trying to focus on, you know, some other, some other thing like refocusing my attention. Um, now I know Lily Singh wasn't really talking about refocusing attention, but that's just kind of my, you know, update on what I was kind of working on yesterday that I hadn't really planned to work on it, but I was like, you know, I, I did wake up saying, you know, I want to have a meditative day, um, that was kind of, I was like, well, if I'm going to be here and out of town, I want to do something productive that I don't usually do when I'm, you know, at home, so I was like, I'll have a meditative day, um, you know, and, you know, I smoked a little bit in the evening, um, that's something I can't really do too much at home. Uh, and then I did a lot of dancing last night for a while. Um, and some learning. I did a lot of learning. Um, I'm trying to learn, relearn what I used to know of, you know, my family's tribal language. And then, um, trying to add to that as well. Um, I've got a trip to Africa coming up and you know, I want to be, um, not completely, um, unable to speak or understand any words. Um, so I'm kind of refreshing on that and that felt good to just kind of connect with something culturally and just some traditional stuff. Uh, and, you know, like, I just felt more connected with, like, just the n- the natural process of the day yesterday, just kind of, like, okay, like, the weather's doing this, the sun is doing this, the wind is doing this, you know, um, you know, my body's doing this, my mind is doing this, um, and, you know, just hearing the music and how that felt and kind of taking, you know, my entertainment back to, you know, um, learning about a time where my people were like before the colonialism started interfering with our culture, um, just kind of connecting more with that um, but I do feel like in that respect, you know, that's where I tend to kind of unsubscribe from a lot of, a lot of things in, you know, in the culture in, in the mainstream Western culture. Um, I do notice that there's a lot of stuff. Maybe I was taught maybe from school or just lifestyle ways of living. That I just don't, I don't really vibe with. Um, This is just me, but you know, I'm not against hard work, but you know, just I don't know the process of exploitation involved in capitalism is just kind of not so much my cup of tea. Um, I'm really kind of trying to find a way to avoid being involved with, with it, um, but I live in California, so it's, like, I don't know how to do that, um, living here, um, so that's one thing, another thing, you know, as far as, like, like, a process of unsubscribing from things, just, like, you know, the things we think we need sometimes like sometimes I'm like I really think I need this thing and then I'm like I actually don't you know um sometimes it's more of like a like I want to have a better impression or like for like people to think I have like a better status or just to like maybe look different or, like, newer, up-to-date kind of stuff, um, but, you know, at the end of the day, the the things I value really are, like, my relationships with the people I care for and developing relationships with people that I don't maybe know too well or maybe the ones I just met, like, I'm very into just, you know having uh, good relationship experiences with uh, multiple people and that's kind of you know where I feel my nature kind of lies um, I kind of always have ever since I was a kid I was just like yeah like you know I think part of my purpose has to do with like meeting people interacting with people um, I don't know why I don't know what difference it really makes um, but you know I've I've noticed that that's kind of been um, a lifestyle I've gravitated towards and uh, just trying to have those healthy interactions with people on a regular basis um, like I think that's one thing that made it you know, possible for me to do the job I was previously doing, working in therapy, was just because that's just part of my nature, um, just to be talking to people, meeting people, um, it doesn't have to be, like, okay, everybody I meet, I'm gonna have their number and be in touch, and we're gonna be texting and talking all the time, but it's, like, you know, even when I was younger, I was, like, you know, I, I think I talked about this once, but I remember once when I was like a kid, I don't know how old I was, I was like, I don't know how old I was, I was like, um, I remember where we were having church, so I must have been young because I wasn't driving yet. Um, I'm trying to think when our church changed to a different building. But I think I was probably, like, I don't know, 8th grade, 7th grade, I don't know, young. Like, I was young. Um, And I remember after church, you know, just being, you know, like, they would have potluck. And I remember my friends would be, like, hanging around. Like, I'd always hang out with my friends. And one day, I think... I think this lady, there was some lady that was, like, a little older, like, she wasn't a kid, she was, like, probably, I don't know, if she wasn't in her teens, she was probably in her 20s or 30s, like, in my head, she was probably in her 30s, but I remember, you know, all my friends went off to go play sports or whatever, or go talk or whatever they were going to go do, and, you know, I was, like, a preteen or, like, an early teen, and I was, like, yeah, I want to go hang out with my friends, and I remember, like, looking and being, like, man, like, I want to hang out with my friends, but then, like, me and that lady sat at the table, like, we stayed there, um, and, because we were talking, like, me and her kind of got into this conversation while everybody was kind of, like, still at the table, and they got up and left, you know, and I just stayed, because I was, like, well, we weren't really done talking, um, and I didn't want to rush off. And it was was a pretty in-depth conversation. Like, I remember her talking about... I don't remember what she said, but she talked about her life and her childhood and her upbringing and her um, experiences with different types of stuff. And, like, I remember being, like, very, uh, like, uh, very, like, tuned in to her, uh, situation and kind of how she was explaining her life uh never saw this lady before never saw her after but I just remember that was probably one of the first times I remember being like this is kind of what I'm naturally good at and I kind of knew even though I was like this is kind of scary because like you know I'm a kid and I've got like adults like unloading on me about like their you know, it wasn't like a trauma dump kind of thing, it wasn't like that, but for that time period, it, since mental health wasn't even, like, like, kind of, like, in the mainstream in many ways at all, um, I would say it was, it was kind of more of an intense experience than what would normally happen, um, just, like, in a social setting. And I do remember being like, you know, how am I going to be able to do stuff like this when I want to hang out with my friends and do the kind of stuff that they're doing? Like, I remember kind of having that in the back of my mind. Like, you know, um, how am I going to, you know, do that? You know, like, how am I going to try to help people? How am I going to, you know, spend my time and energy doing that? Because I felt like that's what I should be doing at that time. And I definitely just naturally gravitated towards the situation. And there was something about the lady I could kind of tell something was up. Even though on the surface she was like completely like a beautiful person. Um, but there was, I don't, I, I don't really know how to explain. It's not something I can really put into words. Um, but it's something I definitely uh, can tell with certain people sometimes that they're in a certain space for a certain reason um, that they're trying to like pull something from that experience that they're in like she came to church for healing types of reasons and I don't know what she got out of it I don't know if it worked well for her but um, you know we probably sat there, like, two or three hours, and, you know, I, you know, I was really kind of confused by that situation, and it kind of stuck in my mind, like, I don't have, like, very detailed memories of it, I just remember, like, the location and where I was and, like, how it wasn't, like, normally what I was usually doing, um, like, usually I was just running around with my friends and, you know, like, trying not to get yelled at by the youth pastors and stuff for playing basketball on the Sabbath or whatever, like, usually we were just, like, trying to get away with, like, playing a little bit of sports or, like, you know, we would talk or just walk to different places or whatever. Um, on On the campus where we were having church and stuff, like, it was a lot of space and so we would just go to different rooms or, like, you know, there would be books in certain rooms and stuff and maybe we just like sit on the couches and like talk and like look at the books or whatever like we weren't we weren't allowed to do anything so we weren't usually really doing anything um uh because it was super conservative like you couldn't listen to music you couldn't really do anything so we just would mingle and then you know the main thing we all had in common is most of us really like sports and so we would try to go play sports but it was the Sabbath, so they would always tell us not to. So, you know, usually basketball was too loud because they could hear the ball bouncing on the court. But, you know, sometimes we'd get away playing football or soccer, um, like American football or soccer, you know, um, on the field or, you know, um, there were swing sets out there and like slides and things. Like sometimes we just play on the equipment. Even though we were like older, it was like, we'd hang out, just sit on the swings, talk, whatever. Um, see who could do pull-ups on the monkey bars or like whatever like we weren't really allowed to do much and usually all the adults were like inside like talking during the potluck and stuff and we were like outside after we ate and we'd just be like hanging out and stuff and so yeah my interaction with this lady was um just kind of something that you know was in my nature but I never really had opportunities to really do it um to really kind of like sit with people like that um but I did notice that there was something about it that was like this is different you know this isn't something that's like just like a regular old person you know coming through to church that I'm like mingling with and then like okay and then like left like um But, um, it's really hard to put into words, like, it, it's a really complex kind of thing, but, um, yeah, I did kind of notice myself throughout life in my teens and stuff, just being like, I know what I'm supposed to be doing, like, naturally, where my nature is kind of leading me, and kind of, like, the other stuff that culture and society expects of me um that's definitely gonna get in the way you know um like definitely with the church with the kids I grew up with there was definitely like this rebel culture where it was like there because there are so many rules it was like you know we were really into like breaking the rules um because they were stupid rules I'll be honest I thought they were stupid um to me it's like what's so wrong about playing football on the sabbath you know, they're like, they don't want you keeping score because it's competition and that's considered work. And it's like, dude, we're teenagers, you know, like you'd rather have us just sit here and do what, you know? Um, and that, you know, I know they want it to be more of like a prayerful kind of time. Uh, but that was kind of not my thing all the time. Like I, I liked the religious spiritual stuff of like the bible readings and prayer meetings and bible discussions and you know youth groups and college groups and all that kind of stuff uh sabbath schools and mission trips and all like i i liked it i i enjoyed like when we were actually doing stuff but i didn't like it when they just kind of left us to do whatever they wanted us to do and then they just come out and yell at us for like not following the rules it's kind of like You know, that to me was always just kind of annoying. I was always just kind of like, this is stupid. Like, (laughs) you know. um, uh, Because I feel like, you know, at a certain point when we were baptized, I feel like they should have just let us do what we wanted to do. Um, Because we knew the rules. We just chose to break them. And this was like every week. It wasn't like once in a while. Like, we knew that they were going to tell us to stop. But... You know, we, um, you know, would just try to break the rules a lot. So, you know, just so we could have a few minutes, like 30 minutes of like excitement, you know, cause it was boring. Like when you're a teenager, you're not like, and, and my family wasn't that conservative. So it was like, you know, if I went home, I could watch TV or like whatever. Um, but, you know, I had friends that couldn't go online or couldn't, you know, watch TV. You know, they had to be like out in nature or indoors doing something spiritual. And, uh, I mean, I didn't mind that, but it was kind of like, it's like a lot, you know, to force on somebody. Um, so I unsubscribed from that for sure. (laughs) Like I was like, you know. I wasn't really into it because I didn't see it as, like, healthy to force people to do it. Like, I'm not saying I never do it. I'm not saying that I never, you know, am, like, into, like, Sabbath traditions and some of the traditions I grew up with. I'm not saying I'm never into that kind of stuff. But, you know, if I'm not into it, it's kind of like a... It's kind of like a thing within myself of, like, am I... Is this a time to push? Because you know maybe I'm avoiding, kind of taking this break that I need to like reconnect with something, or am I just not really feeling it and would rather really gravitate towards something else? Like that's kind of the most that I kind of think about it when I don't when I want I don't want to do it, but I don't really do it as like if I don't do it I'm going to go to hell. It's more like. You know, um, what's good for what's good for me. Um, what do I think I actually need, um, and can I figure that out? You know, like I think, at least for me, things change. You know, different time periods, I need different things. You know, I don't think I constantly need to be, you know, going to church all the time or whatever. Like I don't think. I think that was a thing that maybe I needed, um, or maybe it was just culturally how I grew up and maybe that's how it was supposed to be. Um, Because I do think I got a lot out of it. I do think it kept me pretty structured throughout my childhood um, to have like every single day of the week pretty planned out in a healthy, pretty balanced way like with eating meals on time and sleep times and, you know, Sabbath times and church related stuff times and, you know, eating healthy and playing sports league sports and playing sports with friends and just being active. And, you know, I think just everything was pretty predictable and regimented for like most of my life. And in a way that I think helped because even when I look back, it's like I noticed that even as a kid, I definitely had like times when my energy wasn't good when i had insomnia when i had you know like depression when i had anxiety but you know just because i had such this regimented schedule it kind of helped me push through and even though i think my family was like zero aware like they didn't understand like what was going on um sometimes i think that just because we had some kind of routine and like a social life and just other stuff like that, I wasn't, like, bedridden or, like, stuck, you know, in those negative times for too long, um, but I definitely noticed they were there, um, things like when I would wake up in the morning to try to get ready for school and didn't want to go, and then, you know, I'd be late, you know, when I'd have to get to school on my own, when I'd have to walk to school, there were days when I would be late and I'd be, like, running down the street because I have like five minutes to get to class or something like or those types of times like there were definitely times where I noticed that like yeah my energy is not what it is what it needs to be I'm pretty overwhelmed with school and stressed out and like but I didn't know how to like express that or like talk about it I didn't understand it I just knew it was unpleasant And mostly I just gravitated towards music, metal, Metallica. Uh, I play like Metallica ballads all the time. Um, And yeah, but, you know, I think that the lifestyle of the religion I was in, some parts of it really were helpful. I think that that kind of stuff was really helpful for me to just, you know, be able to uh, live a pretty structured life. Um, Because otherwise I probably wouldn't have you know, if if, if, you know, my folks didn't really raise me like that I think uh, maybe my health wouldn't have been as good when I was younger. Like, I didn't start getting into kind of excuse me, into like unhealthy habits until probably college like when I was about 18 19 when I started eating McDonald's after like for at college almost every day I would eat those McMuffins or whatever and I started getting these really terrible stomach aches that night and then I realized oh it's McDonald's um but yeah when I started having a little bit of money and was able to kind of buy my own food more often um versus always eating at home uh and eating around the local little cafes around the college and stuff um and then not being involved in sports league because it you know didn't have like college age ranges too much i think only the women's soccer did so i played women's soccer all the way till um my first year of grad school but it was only once the season wasn't like every single week like we had like a season so the season would end but then I never went into like basketball season and baseball season like I think I stopped playing those sports around like I don't know eighth grade or something um I mean I liked it but it was kind of like I don't really want to go that bad um It wasn't really my thing, but yeah, basketball, soccer, I really like those. Um, But yeah, I grew up playing those three sports for the most part, and then just beach sports, that kind of thing. But yeah, I was pretty active um, and started getting less and less active maybe around my senior year of high school. And then, or maybe even my junior year of high school, because junior and senior year, I didn't have P.E. because I finished P.E. And then, but I was still playing sports for fun. And then probably from college on, I stopped uh, playing sports way more regularly. But there's still a lot of walking and, you know, I would still hang out with my friends and socialize a lot and stuff and then grad school um you know I was always still like walking around campus and stuff like there was always walking you know undergrad grad school there was always a lot of walking like with the classes and the campus and stuff so even if I wasn't like actively exercising a lot I would, I would try to make sure I was at least walking around on campus, but I think once I got way unhealthy was when I started parking on campus and barely walking any distances to class. Like I would park in the lots closest to my classes and stuff, and then that was when, you know, I, I think that's when I got the least active, like physically, like as far as like sports and stuff. and then, like I said, like in college, like eating, you know, eating a lot of uh, fast food or just quick stuff um, because of being, you know, in college and not really thinking it through. And then I wasn't always home because I was driving. So, like, um, I wasn't always home 100 percent of the time. Like, I lived at home, but I wasn't like always at home. Like, I would go out and we go to the mall and get food at the food court or whatever. Um which is something I haven't done in such a long time. But um, just things like that. Like, um, and yeah, it was fun. Uh, but, you know, when I was kind of left to my own, you know, uh, I guess left to my own. Um, what do you call it? My own planning or left to my own, uh, uh, schedule creations or whatever you want to call it. When I was just left on my own to do that, I kind of, uh, didn't really do the best job at, you know, being too regimented with things. I kind of fell off and started doing, you know, lazier stuff and unhealthier stuff, um, and kind of bought into that part of the culture. Whereas in the religion, that is not acceptable to be like living like an unhealthy lifestyle. Um, even though there was a lot of socially unhealthy stuff, I feel like the physical health the spiritual awareness, the um, connection to nature, being active, eating healthy, like that was part of the religion. And so having grown up around that, that was actually helpful. Um, So even though I do tend to get off from healthy habits, um, I'm I'm actually glad that I was kind of raised You know, in a way where I was exposed to a lot of healthy methods because it's not like I don't know what's healthy, it's not like I don't know my body and know what works for my mind and body. Like, I know what that looks like. Um, and you know, I know how to like rejuvenate and and like feel more refreshed. Like, these are things that I've naturally practiced throughout my childhood, even, and so, um, I've, I've just had to kind of take it. Um, and kind of slowly remove out all the little bits and pieces that I'm like, it's almost like, (laughs) it almost feels like, you know, when you break a, when you break a glass on accident or whatever, and it like falls somewhere and like, say you don't even get hurt, but it's like, there's glass sticking on your hand or like on the floor and the carpet or whatever. And you're like picking out the little pieces. It's like, this doesn't belong here. I don't like this like it it creates more pain than, than help, and just that kind of thing, like just picking out the little bitty pieces of things, and I'm like, okay, this isn't for me, that's not for me, um, you know, um, and just kind of making a method of it that works for myself, um, that's kind of, in a way, the best I can describe how I've, had a process of like unsubscribing from things um and just kind of like when I have the opportunity to create you know for myself what I actually know that I need you know just trying not to go back to those old ways that I was like um around like I do notice there is a certain type of Toxic energy I gravitate towards. um, That, you know, I try not to, but there's a certain type of toxic energy that I'm a lot of times like. There's a certain type of person that I see, that I know, I can tell how they are, I can tell what's gonna happen, that it's not gonna be a good relationship, that it's not gonna be healthy. But still, I'll still meet people like that and try to, like, you know, um, not necessarily befriend them, but, like, interact on a regular basis sometimes, and I know it's not okay, you know, Um, and I have to kind of check myself about it a lot and be like, you know, this is familiar, it's familiar to me, like, I know how to interact with those types of people because I've had to do it my whole life. And so it's familiar. I'm like, oh, like this again, like like we have all this other stuff in common, you know? Um, But usually I'm like, that's usually a red flag, you know? Um, Because I know I've done the work at picking out the stuff that wasn't really healthy, but sometimes those types of people haven't really done that and they're still practicing all these unhealthy things um, especially in social environments, and it's just like this is not okay, you know, um, that's not for me, but um I don't know, I'm really it's hard to explain what I'm trying to say, so I hope this makes some kind of sense if it doesn't <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you um, but I'm trying to like word it like i I do these on the fly, I didn't write notes, nothing, so I'm trying to, like, explain kind of what comes to my mind about these topics, and kind of experiences that I've had with them, uh, and what I've noticed kind of helped to some extent, um, it's definitely been a process, uh, overall, um, and it's still a process, like, I'm, right now, you know, lately I've been going through this adjustment process for, like, for like a year almost we're almost hitting a year and it's like man like I did not think that when I moved from San Diego I was going to be like approaching nearly like a year of um, trying to get things back on track but also that's how long it's taking me to kind of undo a lot of the stuff that wasn't working um, just to get out of those processes that weren't working for me And to get kind of into a healthier um, lifestyle like not that my lifestyle was completely unhealthy but there were things that after a while weren't working for me and um, I think that's normal and I think one thing I'm learning is I'm definitely gonna keep savings um, enough to live off of for a long time in case something like this happens again where I have to make a decision between, you know, working and my well-being, you know, I'm, you know, I, I don't know what would have happened if I would have just kept working, um, but I went on for a long time not taking care of myself as much as I should have, um, and I'm kind of noticing, even when I have days like yesterday, I was like, I can spend like an hour and a half in my day just like you know um, reflecting and you know feeling better Um, whereas you know if I've worked an eight-hour shift it's like the last thing I want to do is spend an hour and a half doing something that's not just like unloading my brain or you know sometimes it feels like work Uh, that was one thing too, like working in the field of psychology, um, trying to both work in the field and feeling, um, like I need to kind of do things psychologically for myself it was just too much psychology, it was like psychology all the time, every day, like, (laughs) you know, it was like overload of psychology, but, um, yeah, like, that's, uh, pretty much what I have for today, I don't think there was anything else I did yesterday that, let me see, that I didn't explain, yeah, hydration, getting my passport, a lot of connection with music, tribal music, um, yeah, but, alright, that's all.